You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you on board. Stay a while if you can. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk will stop by a little bit later on. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. We got a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Check in with the Lakers. That'll be a little bit later on as well. It's no secret the Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray wants a contract extension. We started yesterday's show talking about Kyler Murray and his agent and what Tony Kornheiser, on pardon the interruption, likened to a, a ransom note, basically. Hey, if you want this quarterback, pay this amount of money, and then we'll give him to you. His agent released a statement that said actions speak louder than words and that the Cardinals should be rushing to extend their, quote, rapidly improving quarterback, end quote. Kyler's great talent, but rapidly improving might be a stretch because he's had similar numbers all three years in the league. And these are good numbers, Pro Bowl numbers. But if actions speak louder than words, his performance in the playoffs certainly don't bode well for him because Murray completed 55% of his passes, no touchdowns, two interceptions versus the Rams in the wildcard game. Actions speak louder than words. If you're going to pay a quarterback $45 million a year, you need to show up in big games and or at least have an overall winning record, which he doesn't. Now, the Cardinals aren't going to get rid of Kyler Murray, I don't think. But it does put them in an interesting position. Because if Kyler Murray, let's say you play this out one more year before you pay him. But let's say he doesn't improve. Let's say he gives you 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, rushes for 700 yards. That's what he does. And those are good numbers. Those aren't great numbers, but those are good numbers. I want to see if they advance in the playoffs. Because really, that's the key. Because he might be a Russell Wilson-type quarterback where he's not going to have big numbers, but he's going to be dangerous. He's going to be daring. Game on the line, that's the guy you want. He can beat you with his arm and his legs. But you start to make these kind of demands, and I would wait. I'd wait it out. Uh, Now, you might upset him or his agent, but... What if, what if he doesn't give me a great year? What if he underwhelms? Then I can move on a little bit easier. And the fan base will probably say, yeah, he's not worth the headache. I do like Kyler Murray. Uh, I, I think he's, he can, has the potential to be a great player. But I think that there is, there's a polarizing aspect of him. And I, you know, I can look at this and say he's immature. I mean, he's young. He's 24. But he's being a businessman. If you're going to be a businessman, then you have to be grown up. And, and I don't think that yesterday did him any you know, great service. You know, if his agent and Kyler Murray talk today, I want to know if they go, yep, we had a good day yesterday. Because I don't think they did. I think they had a bad day, perception-wise. But you have to think these things through. You have to sit down and go, okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay, what kind of reaction do you think we're going to get? Oh, there'll probably be this kind of reaction from the media. What about the Cardinals? Oh, they probably won't do anything. They won't say anything publicly. Okay, well, what if the media says that we're, uh, you know, holding them up for ransom? Well, that's okay. But I don't know how you could go through this process and go, man, we had a good day. Now, we did talk about Kyler Murray. 
then you start to dissect his career. You start to look at what he does and doesn't do. You compare him to other quarterbacks. Other quarterbacks who got their uh, contract a year earlier. And I understand that. You can say Jared Goff. Did he deserve it? Well, he went to the Super Bowl. Now, is he a franchise quarterback? No. But he went to the Super Bowl. And I'll put that on the Rams. I don't know why they extended him, but they did. Um, Carson Wentz, he got extended. And I think we thought he was going to be the MVP. Uh, Josh Allen got his contract extended. Uh, Patrick Mahomes a year early. Okay, but, you know, I look at Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes in a different category than I do Kyler Murray. But Kyler Murray needs to prove in the playoffs. There are a lot of great regular season quarterbacks. You know, Lamar Jackson, I haven't heard a peep out of his camp, and Lamar Jackson is far more worthy of a a contract extension. Right? I haven't heard anything with Lamar Jackson. From his camp, Lamar, anybody. Now, is that going to get done? Yes. Like Baker Mayfield. I would not extend him. And this is where you bet on yourself. If you're Kyler Murray, you just say, all right, I'm going to bet on myself. And, And I don't know if that's what he did yesterday, but... Dak Prescott bet on himself. And if you are that good, then bet on yourself. Because Kyler Murray wants it now. Well, I'm still not sure if I want to give you $45 million a year. And I know that sounds strange because that's the going rate. I just can't wrap my head around everybody. The next guy up gets this kind of money. Is Kyler Murray Deshaun Watson? No. Not everybody is Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers wants 50. And then his agent's pointing out that you got broadcasters are making 20 million. Josh Allen deserves the money. Patrick Mahomes deserves the money. I guess if you want to say somebody deserves $50 million. Hell, we're paying John Wall $42 million to not play basketball. <laughs> so it's not like you go, man, the Packers are going to have to pay Aaron Rodgers $50 million. Yeah, and that's the going rate for great players. Kyler Murray's not in that category, but he's the next guy up. I would be waiting to see what Lamar Jackson gets. And then maybe that helps your case. Maybe you get more money out of this. But I'd be betting on myself. But I can't imagine that they thought that it was going to be a great great day yesterday with that strategy because it's like, here, Shefty, report this. And then let's see what happens. Discuss, 845 in the morning. And then everybody was all over this. And then what happens is you start to look at the negatives of Kyler Murray or you start to downgrade him because of this approach. If nobody's saying anything about Lamar Jackson today, nobody's going, you know, I don't know if he's worth $45 billion. Kyler Murray, that's the discussion you're getting. You know, is he worth that? No. And let's see what he does in the playoffs. What kind of poll question do we have today there, Seton O'Connor? That actually is a perfect springboard, Dan, oh, to hour one poll segue. question. Yesterday's letter from Kyler Murray's agent was best for Kyler or the Cardinals? Uh, I, well, was it best for the Cardinals? I guess it's best for the Cardinals if they get to the point where they want to move on from him. I don't know if this helps in the negotiations other than... I mean, you know, is is he humbled by this? And all of a sudden he goes, you know, second thought, I, I you know, let's get a team-friendly contract here. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if there's anything that they they look back and go, you know what, this is going to change our approach here. I, 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 don't, I don't see that. 
So I don't know what it means for the Cardinals that they're going to get him for a cheaper rate or they get a little bit more of a hall pass if they decided not to extend him. What else do you have, Seaton? Well, there's another bombshell story that's just been rocking the sports landscape. Did the Packers deliberately snub Aaron Rodgers on the UK promo? Yes, no. Oh, gosh. Okay, so the Packers are going to play in London, and they hadn't played there, and they were going to uh, uh, recreate the uh, Abbey Road photo with the Beatles and have four players walking across the crosswalk. Where'd they get that idea from? Yeah. 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 And, and uh, so I think you have a coach and four players. Bakhtiari's on there. No Devontae Adams, no Aaron Rodgers. And now all of a sudden it's like, what's that mean? I, 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 I can't imagine that the Green Bay Packers front office didn't know about this because of the sensitivity level uh, when you attach Aaron Rodgers to this. I, I can't imagine that somebody goes, hey, uh, who did the uh, promo for the London game? Oh, Jimmy Lipper and uh, Tommy Snell. You know, our two 25-year-old inter- and Like, I don't think that happens like this. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you have that where you go, uh, just slap some guys together. Nobody's going to be uh, reading into this. I, I would, if I'm the Packers, I would go into it with the approach of, we want Devontae and Aaron on our team. We expect them. We hope they're there. Like, we're thinking positive things here. Not, I don't know, do we put him in there? Do we not? I would go under the assumption Aaron Rodgers is under contract and we want him here. And we're planning on him being here. But to leave Rodgers and Adams out of the tweet for the London game, I mean, I guess that's a topic for McAfee today with Rodgers on the show. Hey, are, do you feel snubbed by this? You know, nothing uh, that maybe a $100 million contract couldn't <laughs> fix. Uh, Aaron, sorry about the London snub. Here's two years, $100 million. Okay, I'll get over it. Yes, Eden. Devontae, I could see leaving out, right? Because he's a free agent. Yeah. So he's not even technically on the team, I guess. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Yeah. But he's a free agent. But Aaron is still, I don't know. I, it okay. seems crazy. All right. Do you think they should have put Aaron Rodgers in that picture? Paulie? Should have. Okay. Yeah, you should have. Because okay. it's it's the, the clearest star on the team. Fritzy? Just his sensitivity alone to everything, Rogers, is reason <laughs> enough to incorporate him somewhere in there. Yeah. Seaton? No, I don't think they should have. Right. Because he, he's doing everything about it. It's this grand unknown mystery, the illusion of if I'll be back. I don't know. Where will I be? We have to watch and see. Like, okay, dude, then we're not going to put you in the thing. No big deal. I mean, you could have Aaron Rodgers go, I'm not a Beatles fan. He's you know? a mystery. Yeah. Marv, do you think that the Packers should have put him in there? Yeah, absolutely. Sensitivity He's level. He's the star. Yeah. Yeah, Paul. Why not do a separate post after this with Aaron Rodgers and the Queen of England? They're standing there at the castle. They're both single. You know, they're both. Who knows? Mm. <laughs> Well, I don't think she's in good shape right now. You know, Sensitivity he, level for the, the bad, queen. Yeah. You know, I got to worry about the queen, too, <laughs> if I put her in there. Man. Sensitivity level. Amber alert. Devontae Adams, I get. But I still would have put him in there just to say, like, it's not where we're going to go at the start of the season. 
oh, can you believe that they put him in the picture and they're not even on this, the Packers anymore? Like, I don't know. If that, <laughs> there are going to be other things to talk about than you left Aaron Rodgers out of a picture. I think Packers fans in London will <laughs> be very upset. <sighs> the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, only one place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards. The official trading cards of the DP show, instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. What's Kyler Murray's uh, rookie card going for? I'm curious. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how this uh, goes with the value of the. I I was wondering about Ja Morant's, you know, uh, trading cards now, rookie card, something like that. You know, two years ago this week, we did a poll question, and it was, if you could redraft, this is two years ago, would you take Zion or Ja Morant? Both rookies. And, you know, Zion wasn't staying in the lineup. He wasn't consistently healthy. Uh, ja was playing, but, you know, he's playing in obscurity with Memphis. Now Memphis is the number three seed. And, and Zion, although marketing-wise, is a bigger name, uh, obviously, but John Morant, John Morant is making a case for MVP this year. Now you can say, what? Well, they're a three seed, and I could look at DeMar DeRozan with what the Bulls have done, uh, Joel Embiid. I mean, there's, there's a few players that you can put in there, but John Morant deserves to be in there when you think about it. You know, Jaw's third season, so he's 22, averaging 27, 6, and 6. Zion last year at age 20 averaged 27, 7, and 4. And I know when we talked about this, I talked about John Morant, if I look at this bigger picture-wise, has a better chance of being more consistent and staying healthy. Zion could give you highlights, but his highlights aren't anywhere near what John Morant's are now. Because two years ago, it felt like, you know, Zion was the highlight guy. And John Morant was the guy who got one scholarship offer. And now you look at this. That's when I look at these rankings when they go, like, oh, you just signed a five-star recruit there. You missed out. Somebody missed out. A lot of people missed out on John Morant. Murray State. And that was by accident. You know, guys were scouting somebody and they saw – uh, uh, John Morant playing a three-on-three game at a basketball camp. So the scout's not even there to see John Morant. He's there to see somebody else. He goes to get a snack. All of a sudden, he looks over and sees this kid in a three-on-three <laughs> game and going, who's that? And that's how he ended up at Murray State. But that's why when I look at these, oh, that guy, man, he's great. Now, Zion was worth the hype. I just, you know, this season is really going to be we're going to look back on this season and go, you know what? Like Michael Jordan, when he broke his foot and you thought, Oh, you know, the way he plays, is he going to have problems with this? Uh, Derek Rose, when he got hurt, is he going to have problems with this? Well, Derek Rose did have problems with it. Michael Jordan did not. I think we're going to look back on this with Zion and go, man, that could have ended his career or severely limited him. And, but unless he turns into Joel Embiid here, you know, Embiid started slow those first two years. Now he's maybe the leading candidate for the MVP, but does Zion even want to be in New Orleans? And as I said a couple months ago, this is really, really concerning. And it, and it has been. And he probably won't play this year. 
All right, we'll take a break. We'll get the phone calls coming up. We'll settle on our poll question. Is that what we're going to go with, uh, Seton? You want to go with the uh, rerun, the, yeah. the one from two years ago? No, no, no. I want to go with uh, Kyler Murray. Okay. Because I'm going to ask Florio about, the, you know, what, what was the logic behind all of this? And did uh, Kyler Murray and his agent accomplish what they set out to do? We'll take a break. Back after this Dan Patrick show. M Drive, you can hear it in my voice. Got energy, ready to go. M Drive Start, daily dose of protein, nutrition, helps me stay on top of my game. Packed with seven clinically tested ingredients, six premium proteins, boost energy, strength, reduces stress, so you can keep up with your busy day no matter what your age is. And you can find M Drive at mdrivedan.com. You get it delivered right to your door. They offer free shipping, 60 day money back guarantee, so nothing to lose. Time to focus on your health so you can keep up with your busy days. So try M-Drive for the energy, strength, and drive that you need to get more done every single day. And if you don't have your New Year's resolution any longer, which you would not be alone, this is one. You could do it. It's so simple, and you could start your day every single day with M-Drive Start. They have great products there. Make sure you go to the website. Check out everything that they have to offer. M-Drive Start for energy, strength, and drive you need. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. We'll get to phone calls coming up. Say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner. Download the app. You can watch for free. Also, our radio affiliates, including Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio, nearly 400 cities around America. We'll check in with the Lakers coming up in about an hour from now. We bring in Mike Florio, the popular co-host of Pro Football Talk Live. You can see that preceding our show on Peacock with Chris Sims. And his new book, Playmakers, must read. It's coming out March 15th. can be purchased online wherever books are sold. Who's going to be upset by this book, Mike, when it comes out? Everybody. Yeah? I don't know. Look, it was funny because my wife was reading a draft of it last summer, and when she finished it, she said, this is really going to piss a lot of people (laughs) off. And, And I said, it's nothing that I haven't said or written before. It's just all collected in one spot. So... Anybody has a problem with it, it's their problem because it's my honest assessment of the way the NFL operates. And the NFL is the greatest product from a sports standpoint in the country, if not on the planet, because no matter what it does by way of making missteps, unforced errors, controversies, scandals, things that have been mishandled from a business standpoint, still making more money than anything else, still gathering a live audience like nothing else. It, it, It almost has to try to impede its progress. And even if it tries, it's still going to continue to grow and grow and grow, Dan. But I remember when Mark Cuban came out and said, you know, that the NFL's got to be careful. Uh, you know, when you're adding Thursday night football, and um, I think he was talking about uh, hogs get fat and get slaughtered. Can you see an oversaturation at any point with the NFL? I remember that well. Pigs could get fat, hogs get slaughtered. And for a while, I was concerned about that, but. I just think our appetite for football has not yet reached the point where anyone would say, okay, that's enough. We always want more. No matter how much more we get, we want more. The transition to Thursday was a little clunky, and there were concerns about it from a health standpoint. And those are real concerns. 
And there were players who complained about it. Richard Sherman called it a poop fest, one of my all-time favorite quotes from any player. But you know what? The NFL just keeps its head down, keeps going, and now Thursday night is baked in to the schedule. We would be feeling as if something's off if we didn't have Thursday night football. And you just have to wonder as the season continues to grow, and I think 18 games is just a matter of time, will they look for other windows Tuesday night, Wednesday night? What else will they do? Because, Dan, with with legalized gambling is going to drive this bus. They're going to look for ways to have more one game at a time that millions can watch and bet on, not just the bigger wagers, one play at a time, the technology that will beam the games into our houses. So as we're watching it, it's exactly what's happening at the stadium. We get 40 seconds between plays to make our next bet. It basically becomes a casino that invades your home whenever there's a game on. So I think they're going to expand the season and they're going to spread out the windows so people can tune in for more of these games. So those opportunities for people to bet will be maximized. Could you see us exporting the Super Bowl in the next decade? I'd be stunned if it happens. I think they like to talk about it from time to time. I think it's part of the tease that the NFL engages in with the UK just to get them thinking, oh, maybe someday we'll have the Super Bowl. I mean, how can you how can you play the Super Bowl at 11.30 p.m. local time kickoff? How could you do that? That's what they would have to do if they're going to play a Super Bowl in London at some point. Now, to the average American fan, it doesn't matter. It looks the same on the TV. All the London games look the same. It's no big deal. 99% of the fans or more aren't going to ever go to a Super Bowl in their lifetime. They're watching it on TV. It doesn't matter where it's played. But I think I think the, the, the allure of that helps grow the sport internationally. And before you get to a point where a Super Bowl is played in a place like London, you'd have to have a team there. And I, I think that continues to be this vague promise that's on the table. And I think there would be two teams. They got two NFL stadiums, And I think if there was ever one team in London, there'd be two teams in London. All right, let me get to the poll question today. Seton, would you give uh, Mike Florio the wording on our poll question today? Yesterday's letter from Kyler Murray's agent was best for the Cardinals or Kyler? Is there a C? Neither. I I mean, I I don't think it really helps anybody. But it's how about this? The rest of us. Because it allows the rest of us to understand what's really going on here. These vague reports we've seen in recent weeks, Kyler Murray taking the team off of his social media platforms, the Chris Mortensen report from Super Bowl Sunday about Kyler being self-centered, immature, and finger-pointing. Here's the problem, Dan. It used to be if you were a quarterback who did well enough to earn a second contract, the default was you became the next highest-paid player in league history. And it would go up about a half million per year for each guy. And that went on for six, seven, eight guys. In the past two or three years, that's changed. You've got a $15 million per year spread from number one down to number 10. So yeah, the Cardinals want to sign the guy, but what do they want to pay him? They want to pay closer to 30, I believe, than 45. And his agent, Eric Burkhardt, who also represents Cliff Kingsbury, which makes it even more awkward for the team, <laughs> Burkhardt's going to want closer to 45, if not more. And, and one of the points Burkhardt made recently in response to the notion that Aaron Rodgers deserves 50 million, if not more, when you have announcers making 20 million a year, when Pat McAfee's getting 30 million a year from FanDuel, there's money in the system to support more for the guys who are actually playing the game. And I think that's where we're going to see this going. Murray's going to be the first test case of how much Burkhart tries to get and how much the Cardinals are willing to pay. 
I haven't heard anything about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is far more worthy of an extension than Kyler Murray is. Well, here's the problem. Lamar Jackson decided for whatever reason, and this is an individual personal decision that players need to make. He's decided to not have an agent. And when you make that decision, yes, you are going to save the one, two or three percent. Is his mission. mom still representing him? Well, yeah, but, you know, here's the problem. There's really no one who's engaging with the Ravens. The Ravens were ready to sign him last year, but no one from Lamar's camp would engage them in real, meaningful negotiations aimed at getting a contract done. And if anything, you could argue his injuries last year and his overall performance last year may have, may have damaged his leverage. And now they have a guy in Tyler Huntley that he's not Lamar Jackson, but he can run the same offense and dollar for dollar for what it would take to keep Huntley around versus what it's going to take to make Jackson happy once they find out what that is. That, that's the reality. And, and I, when mm. Josh Allen did his deal, Dan, same draft class, $43 million a year. When I saw the details of that deal, because I knew when I saw the initial report, once I see the details, I'm going to know, do the Ravens want to do this same deal with Jackson or does Jackson want this deal? Soon as I read it and understood the details, this is a deal Jackson should want. So all he had to do was go into Eric DeCosta, the GM of the team, and say, let's take the Josh Allen contract. Let's scratch out Buffalo Bills and put in Ravens. Scratch out Josh Allen, put in Lamar Jackson. Let's just do mm. that. That's what they should have done. And it would have been in both sides' interest because it's awkward for the Ravens to not have an agent to talk to. Because when there isn't an agent, you know, sometimes you got to speak some hard truths in the negotiation. They can't do that with Lamar Jackson, they risk alienating him if they tell him why, you know, they don't want to pay him 50 million a year. So it's a tough spot for everyone, but I feel bad for Jackson because he should have his deal by now. And because he's decided to go without an agent, he doesn't have it. I didn't have an agent for a long time. And when you sit down with, I sat down with Dick Ebersol. So here's one of the legendary sports figures in this business. And he couldn't do it. He said, I, 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 I can't, I can't have these conversations. I've never done this where I have the conversation about a contract with the person, not an agent. And he passed it off to, you know, the guy underneath him who had no problem in telling me some of my limitations there, <laughs> but, he, but he couldn't do it. He just said, no, it's too awkward there. And I just remember walking out of his office and my wife said, how did it go? I said, he couldn't have a conversation with me about it. He had never done something like that. Uh, the NFL offseason, the overtime rule, the competition committee, to me, it feels like this is there's a logical end game here, and it's just both teams get a chance to have the ball, and maybe it's just in the postseason. Like I don't know how you modify this, um, you know, how do you tweak it? But it feels like, hey, you score a touchdown, we still get a chance, and then everybody's going to be happy here. Is it as simple as that, Mike? It really is, Dan. And in the days up to the Super Bowl when we had the five-hour pregame show and I had to go shake the trees to try to have something to actually, you know, talk about when they put the camera on me and said, go. One of the things I tried to delve into was what's going to happen with postseason overtime. And, and it's, as of three weeks ago, it's more of a matter of which way is the wind blowing, but it was blowing in this direction. Guaranteed possession for each team. No gimmicks, 
Nothing different than just playing football, but it would be in the postseason only. Now, the Colts have proposed a change that would apply postseason and regular season. I don't think they're going to touch regular season. They don't want to extend the games in the regular season. In fact, I'd be fine with them going back to straight sudden death in the regular season just to get the game over with and let the teams get ready for the next week. And I won't be surprised if that happens Mm. at some point. Mm -hmm. But for the postseason, you got to guarantee a possession to each team. You can't have these results. Not with the rules so skewed toward offense. The just play defense argument doesn't work in 2022. It may have worked in 1982. It doesn't work now because the rules are too conducive. And when you get to the postseason, you've got the best quarterbacks. They're more likely to drive down the length of the field and score a touchdown and and walk off the winner. I I, I think that it's going to end up being a guaranteed possession and a great strategic decision to be made by the team that matches. You're down seven, you score. Do you go for two and the win or the loss? Or do you go for one and then kick off knowing it's now sudden death? He's Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, and his new book is called Playmakers, Guaranteed to Upset Everybody in the NFL. It comes out <laughs> March 15th can be purchased online wherever books are sold. You had the Sean Payton, Tom Brady story on Pro Football Talk. And the Dolphins were interested in coupling these two guys. When when did this story emerge? Like, how close was this to fruition? Well, I first heard about it even before Sean Payton resigned from the Saints. And it's something that's been lingering and building. And we got to a point last week where we thought there was enough there to report responsibly, not to be confused with my usual irresponsible reports, (laughs) that the Dolphins were indeed planning to make a run at a package deal of Peyton and Brady. And the Flores lawsuit killed it. Now, I don't know who decided to pull the plug. It's very easy to say the Dolphins realized we can't do this now. We can't do this This you know, wink, nod, set everything up ahead of time, get Sean Payton, get Tom Brady. We can't do that, given the content and the allegations and the gravity of the Brian Flores lawsuit. It's also possible the league said you can't do that. And, you know, I've kind of heard rumors along those lines, but can't substantiate that the league intervened and said to the Dolphins, you can't do it. And Dan, one thing that fascinates me, and and I'm trying to find out the answer to this question. How much of the Brian Flores lawsuit, for example, the allegation in there, that he was pressured by Stephen Ross, the owner of the team, to meet with a prominent quarterback in violation of the rules. And everybody knows it was Tom Brady back in 2020. How much of the lawsuit was aimed at putting the kibosh on the Peyton Brady coupling in Miami if Flores knew it was coming, if he'd caught wind of it? Did his lawsuit in part, Mm. was it written in part, drafted in part, timed in part to keep the Dolphins from doing it. That's something I'm trying to find out. But that's fascinating if Flores just decided, you know what, screw these guys. They, 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 they violated my rights. They fired me when I should have continued to be there. They tried to get me to do things that they shouldn't have expected me to do. And they got mad at me because of it. They got this grand plan for 2022. This lawsuit is going to keep that plan from coming to fruition. It'd be fascinating if that was part of why Flores said what he said and did what he did when he did it. You're going Oliver Stone there on me. I mean, I, that, listen, there's all, hey, we, we know this league well enough to know there's always something going on behind the curtain. That's why gone. we love it. But you've been on this story before anybody, and that is Tom Brady to the 49ers. 
and that was it feels like it's been a, at least a year, maybe a couple of years where you've toyed with it or th- thrown it out there or rumor innuendo. Can you still see Tom Brady playing again? And if so, is it for the 49ers? Oh, absolutely. And I got to give Sims credit. He's the one that first brought that to fruition a couple of years ago that Brady wanted to play for the 49ers when he was a free agent after leaving the Patriots or while he was in the process of doing so. And the 49ers said, no, thank you. Okay, good luck. Good luck with Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, I think the 49ers would would admit that that (laughs) they probably have a Super Bowl trophy or two if they had gone with Tom Brady instead of Jimmy G. But I think that Tom Brady, especially after this Sean Payton, Miami Dolphins, Tom Brady thing, I don't think he's retired, Dan. I think he's retired from the Buccaneers. That's what I think the retirement was. I think he's trying to find a graceful exit from Tampa Bay. He, he got his Super Bowl win. Last year, they took a step back. And now I think he is eyeing a place where he walks through the door with the deck stacked in his favor. And, and what place other than San Francisco? Give Trey Lance another season to sit. You walk into a team that's Super Bowl ready, that, that, that is dangerous defensively, that has great weapons offensively. You got a quarterback who can make big throws in big spots. The 49ers become a shortlist Super Bowl favorite if Tom Brady ends up there. The question is, how much of a fight will the Buccaneers put up if he decides in June or July that he wants to leave? And I would say they owe it to him to give him what he wants. He brought a Super Bowl trophy to a team that had no business being in the Super Bowl, and he filled the stadium last year. I think they should work with him and give him what he wants if that's what he wants to do. But I think he's coming back. I just think he's trying to find a way out of Tampa. Are you willing to bet on that? How much? Like a pie to the face. Oh, a pie to the face. I mean, pie to the face is nothing. It depends. I mean, unless it's like, you know, an acid pie. No, no, no. <laughs> it's It'll, a normal pie. A pie of your choice. Anybody want to take Florio up on a pie to the face? Paulie, Paulie will say that Brady does not uh, not come back. Just the Niners we're talking, right? Just the Niners. I'll do it. Okay. So week pie to the one, face, Florio. Wait, week one Niners. If he's on the Niners, who takes a pie to the face? Paulie does. Paulie? Paulie does. And if he's not on the Niners, then I take the pie to the face. Yes. Okay. You come on the show, and maybe your wife can administer, or uh, Chris Sims could administer a pie to the face. Yeah, it may have to be a virtual pie to the face, but I, I'll tell you, my wife would very much enjoy the assignment yes. Yes, of slamming a pie into my face. Yes, he. I feel like week one is a very important part of this bet. Why? Because couldn't you see Tom Brady maybe like somewhere later in the season joining? The 49ers? No, I, I, you know, nothing Brady does is, you know, by accident. Like everything is structured. Everything is planned out. I don't think he's going to go, you know, maybe I'll join them week six. I think if he's planning, then he's planning now and he would be there. He would want to be there week one. Last thing you want to do is all of a sudden Trey Lance plays well and then you get Brady and you're like, why did we get Brady? Trey Lance is, is here. Pie to the face. I like that. Oh, I got, I got to ask you, because everybody has breathlessly been talking about this, that Aaron Rodgers wasn't in the London promo for the Packers <laughs> in the Abbey Road picture there. Uh, where do you stand on this, Mike? I think if you take the original 12-inch vinyl Abbey Road and put it on track three of side one and run it backwards, <laughs> it says Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. <laughs> they had no idea how prescient they were. Oh, my God. I, we got to be finding out here soon. Doesn't it feel like today with McAfee, he announces what he's going to do? I think he's staying. Look, when, when the news comes out that they're working on a contract, why are you working on a contract? 
if you're not staying. And it's smart for him to work out the contract before he gives him an answer because he's got leverage. Yeah. If he says, I'm coming back, now let's work out a contract. They've, there's no leverage left to be had. And, I, and it's know, like, you know, this, they, this report that he's wants $50 million a year, to me, is not surprising. Like you've talked about, if I'm the Packers, I just say, I'm going to call your bluff. Here's two years, $100 million guaranteed. Exactly. That's it. Ball yep. game. And, and there's no owner in Green Bay that's siphoning off millions to, you know, go buy a super yacht. Yeah. They, they can invest every penny they make back in the team. And they've raised like 70 million through their non-stock stock sale. They can do this easily. I think he's going to stay. Dan, where else is he going to go and have a team around him like what he has in Green Bay? He's not going to walk in somewhere else and be a Super Bowl winner. His best chance is to stay in a division where the Bears have a new GM and coach. The Vikings have a new GM and coach. The Lions are in year two of their latest reboot. The schedule is favorable this year. They could be the number one seed again. The question is, can they finish the job and get to the Super Bowl? Great to talk to you as always. And uh, good luck with the book. Thanks, Dan. That's Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. And the book is called Playmakers. It's out March 15th. I got an autographed copy. I didn't know he autographed it until I... Had Paulie look at it. That was kind of awkward. It's like, Florio, you sent me a book. You didn't autograph. He goes, I did. Oops. I had to go back. And yeah, he did. Uh, All right. We'll come back. Play of the day after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. God. The play, the play, is play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Grabbed by Adams baseball to Morant. Morant. Oh, oh good oh. night. End it all right there. Jakob Pertle has been posterized with a vicious right-handed jam by John Morant. I thought I'd seen it all, and now I've seen more. That's courtesy of the Grizzlies radio network. John Moran had 52. He broke the franchise record of 46, which Jaw set on Saturday. That is a violent, vicious dunk. Play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by the great folks at Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. Marvin, is there another call of that play with John Morant last night? Adams baseball pass one of two. Morant catches oh. in midair. Oh, oh my, my God! Goodness. He caught oh it midair. He caught it midair and floated it up and in. You have got to be kidding me! John Morant is at an absolutely another level. A baseball pass caught in midair, redirected to the basket from 20 feet out. Oh my goodness! What are we witnessing? So that is a full-court pass by Stephen Adams to John Morant with four-tenths of a second left in the first half. He catches it and shoots it from about 15 feet and makes it.
It was it, it was John Morant night last night. Yes, Eden. There's this fun moment, too, where you could see it. Adams is taking the ball out. He's looking down court. And when you can see John Morant, he's pointing up. <laughs> like, throw it up. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, you know, you got you to gotta go out of your way to find him uh, with Memphis. That they're not usually going to be must-see TV. But they're number three seed, and he's must-see TV. Paulie, we asked the question two years ago this week that if you could have Zion Williamson or John Morant, who would you take long-term? And, and one of the, the reasons we did the poll question that day, I checked my notes, is that Zion was having knee trouble, and they were sitting him down for a while. There was concern around his knee. And so he was playing well, but not playing a lot. 82% still would have redrafted taken Zion Williamson two years ago this week. Yeah. I think I was in the John Morant camp. I think Zion because of name recognition, but John Morant. But John Morant goes to the hoop. Like there's there's a, a Derrick Rose feel to him that he is attacking. But he's a good shooter. And I don't think there's anybody who's scored more two-point baskets this year than John Morant. And he's becoming a better outside shooter. I think that's 34% from three-point range. That's respectable. Because if you give me that dimension and you attack, it's like the Greek freak. If the Greek freak is able to get 34% of his three-point shots, then it's over. Like, nobody can guard him if you have that added element there. But John Morant, what he does at age 22, 27, 6, and 6, you know, this is a guy who could lead the league in scoring. And, you know, that's a, that's a walking highlight. His 52 points broke the franchise record, which he set. Uh, John Morant own, uh, owns four of the uh, team's top six scoring performances. Three of them have come in the past th- uh, two weeks there. All right, uh, a couple of phone calls in here. By the way, this isn't a leap year, is it, Paulie? This is not. We, okay. we thought it was. Well, Todd, Todd put out... February 29th. I did. When I sent out the guest list, I put 229 instead of 3-1 and caused major confusion. Okay. But this is an leap year. By the way, when when do you celebrate your birthday in a leap year? Do you celebrate it the 28th or March 1st? When it's not a leap year. How does that work the other three years? Yes, Todd. I would think you would celebrate it after the fact, like, you know, like midnight the next day, because, you know, anything could happen to you at a given moment. I guess it's kind of a, you know, morbid way of looking at it, but like, you know, live for that, you know, next day, which would have normally been February 29th. And then. Wait, I I just asked when you celebrate, not that you might die. So. You shouldn't celebrate your birthday the day before your birthday. Say, wait till it's your actual. Then I do it on the 28th in case I die. You could look at it that way, but I think once you're, you're officially locked into that, you've uh, established yourself as that new age on midnight March 1st. Yes, Paulie. Nothing is more annoying than people whose birthday is on leap year, February 29th. They think it's very much more special than it is. Yep. They say, oh, I've only had seven birthdays and I'm whatever age I am. I can't do the math. Uh, but, you know, that's I had a kid growing up. I think I mentioned it. At, all she would talk about is it's not really my birthday. And ugh, that, that's that's the thing. <laughs> who's the most famous leap year baby dan that's a great question um because i have absolutely no idea who this person is okay uh it's someone named according to this famous birthdays.com always reputable the number one most famous person born on february 29th is a tiktok star named nicholas ray you want to guess who number two is though yakapodal 
No, close. Ja Morant. Uh, excuse me, Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you rather be Ja Rule or Ja Morant? Whole question. We'll check in with the Lakers coming up. One hour in the books. Two more to go on this Tuesday, Dan Patrick Show. One more item as we close out our one butcher box. Came back from the Super Bowl. Had a butcher box right there, ready to go. Uh, it's great to throw it on the grill. Meat Friday Butcher Box ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home. And it's free shipping for the continental United States. No antibiotics, no added hormones. And what you'll find in each box is between 8 and 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box you choose. That's enough for 24 individual meals. And if you're going to prorate this, it comes out to about $6 a meal. That's great, right? Pack fresh, ship frozen for convenience, save time. Next grocery trip, don't have to go to the meat section there. You can customize your own box or go with one that they'll send you. This uh, is your chance to never have ground beef again as well because that butcher box deal new members free ground beef for life plus a ten dollar coupon you get butcherbox.com slash patrick two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership butcherbox.com slash patrick to claim the deal